mobile phones, laptops, tablets, and everything in between. This is Sean and Sean, and you're listening to the Silicon Theory Podcast. Greetings, fellow tech seekers. Sean from Silicon Theory here with a very special episode of ST Weekly. So you're probably wondering why this is coming out on Monday. Uh, for those of you that are here in the United States, it's also Labor Day, which is a holiday. So why am I recording this? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, Saturday was actually my birthday, so I spent the weekend with uh, friends and family, and I fully intended to record Saturday morning and uh, drop this news out there, but uh, the best laid plans of mice and men and uh, all that, so didn't get an opportunity to uh, record because things were falling apart at the office, so had to take care of that first, but there's lots going on. In fact, I think uh, Drake said it best when he said, Man, what a time to be alive. This is what was new and interesting in the worlds of Google, Apple, and everyone else for the week ending September 3rd, 2018. This is ST Weekly. So first up, we have a ton of Google news, and uh, not the least of which was the Pixel 3 device, the non-XL version. Photos of that finally leaked, and it actually looks pretty good. As rumored, we expected to see a much smaller uh, Pixel 2 XL variant, and that's pretty much what we got. We keep the front-facing speakers inexplicably. We keep the dual front-facing selfie cameras, and uh, pretty much everything else is basically the same as the Pixel 3 XL, including what presumes to be 4 gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of base storage, a 5.5-inch OLED display, wireless charging, and IP67 water and dust resistance. Now, even though this is mostly the same as the device from last year with a few minor tweaks, we are still pretty excited. Like, it looks really good in stark contrast to the Pixel 3 XL, which does not look good. It looks hideous. And my only big concern was that the rumors originally was that the device's display was going to run somewhere between uh, 5.3 and 5.4 inches, which would be a little on the small side. Although I say that mostly tongue in cheek because clearly, you know, devices are much larger today than they were four or five years ago. But my biggest concern was that 5.5 inches is kind of the sweet spot for me. So anything less than that would mean I'd have to make some compromises and I still yet may have to make some compromises if I want this device, as will others. But if you are like me and you hoped for a Pixel 2 XL that was just a little bit smaller than what we got, then you may actually be really excited and surprised with the Pixel 3 itself. Now, in addition to that, we saw some more of the Pixel 3 XL because inexplicably, this latest leak comes from a Lyft driver who found the Pixel 3 XL left in the back of his Lyft. And no, that isn't a joke. So the driver took a several photos and then contacted the uh, person to whom this device belonged to and returned it to them, which was very nice. And we applaud that here on the show. But the fact that it was left in the back of a ride, rideshare vehicle was uh, just terrible. Uh, Marcus Brownlee from MKBHD recently joked that it'll probably be something along the lines of Google's October 9th announcement of, hey, uh, we're just trolling you with all of these leaks, and we've actually got a really nice-looking bezel-less Pixel 3 XL here to show you. Nah, just kidding. Um, what the leaks are? The leaks are all accurate. So, have fun. Have a great day. That's pretty much what it's going to be like. I think we've got a 
we've got a situation where all of the information, like literally all of the information is known about this phone well in advance. So I hope Google has some other hardware to wow us during the event because we're really, really, really not going to be impressed by too much else. And speaking of hardware that is not going to be announced at Google's event, representatives from Google recently confirmed that there will be no Pixel Watch hardware this year. So no Android Wear reference smartwatch device, which, yeah, kind of a bit of a bummer. I've been holding off buying a new device uh, simply because I love smartwatches and while my Fitbit gets the job done for me, I certainly would like to have more and better information available on my wrist, glanceable if need be. And really the Apple Watch is kind of the only game in town out there right now, which is definitely a bummer, but you know, for Android enthusiasts, either the pace of change is very rapid, so we want to be able to jump right into the next best, latest, and greatest when it becomes available. And as with Google, we hope that that comes from them. Now, the information surrounding the processor is a little bit murky still. Qualcomm has said that they do have a new Android Wear chip that's going to be coming out later on this year, so the hope was that the Pixel device would be amongst the first to sport it, and there are still some rumors that other OEMs may still have hardware for us, maybe even announced in partnership with Google at the event, but the disappointing news is that it will not come directly from Google, and that's a bit of a shame. Still holding out for the quote-unquote perfect smartwatch, something with out LTE but with standalone GPS and NFC for Google Payments, and that runs a pretty clean Android Wear experience, as well as um, you know being nice and look good on the wrist. Uh, pretty much everything else, uh, other than maybe the TicWatch Pro, uh, doesn't fit that bill in any way, shape, or form. So the wait still goes on. And the last bit of news, uh, both the Pixel 3 and 3XL that I mentioned earlier have hit the FCC recently. There was a notice of a report that was seen on Friday the 31st by the good fellows over at Droid Life and uh, basically all but confirmed the wireless charging standard. And the interesting thing that Kellen notes is that in previous years when these devices hit the FCC, the uh, original device manufacturer or ODM was noted in the filing. So we had HTC, we had LG, and this year we have nothing but Google. So these truly are Pixel devices that are manufactured to Google spec by Google for Google, and that's a good thing. I think we all know that their hardware, while it still leaves a little something to be desired, is still probably going to be amongst the best in terms of several of the key features, including the support for the software experience, meaning processor, RAM, and storage, and things like that, as well as the camera experience. So. Even though we've still got more than a month for the official Google hardware event, you can be sure that we are still going to be monitoring all of the Google news as it becomes available. Apple Report. So Apple, not to be outdone this week, had invites go out for their new hardware event, which will be held on September 12th in the Steve Jobs Theater in Cupertino. And turns out that Apple itself may also have a leak problem because we had several images of two of the new iPhone devices, both of the OLED panel sporting iPhone devices in the uh, regular size and the plus size. Now the naming convention is still a little bit wonky and we're not 100% sure that this will be the case, but it looks like that the iPhone 10 is going to be the the two devices that are branded in the style of the iPhone 10 are going to be the 10s and the 10s plus. However, with Apple's naming convention, it looks like they will look like XS and XS plus, which is going to spawn a thousand memes and a bunch of internet jokes. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. 
what Apple is doing with their naming convention is beyond real humans comprehension. So good on you folks up in Cupertino. I have no idea what you're doing, but I hope that you know because it's really weird. The leaks showed a little bit of the device and mostly sporting a gold frame, which gives credence to the fact that we should see multiple different colors of these iPhone devices, some of which may be a brand new gold color. And the invitation itself came out with on uh, a black form with gold uh, colors and touches. So it's pretty much all but confirmed that we're going to get a gold iPhone this year, which I'm sure will make a ton of people happy. Uh, I could care less, but hopefully we'll see some really new and cool technology during the September 12th announcement. In addition to some cool and interesting tech we should see in the September 12th announcement, the Apple Watch Series 4 photos leaked recently as well, or at least one of those photos leaked recently. Both of these leaks are courtesy of the good folks over at 9to5Mac, and the Series 4 actually looks pretty cool. It looks like they kept the casing of the Apple Watch the same size, but managed to shrink the bezel and thereby increase the display size. It looks like with the Watch OS 5 interface, we'll have room for a bunch of new uh, display features, including additional complications, so you should be able to get more information on your Apple Watch if you buy the Series 4 than ever before. And presumably we'll also see some either either better or the same battery life as well as good or better heart rate and other fitness tracking features this is always apple's mo they give you basically the same size of thing and tell you that even though the battery got smaller it's going to last just as long who knows if that'll end up being true but if you are an apple watch enthusiast or if you've been holding out for a while looking for something a little bit less plain this might be the time to buy you can be sure that Apple is definitely going to have some more goodies in store for us. Not to mention that we'll probably see the final release of things like macOS Mojave, watchOS 5, and iOS 12. The latest rumor around the Apple platform is that they also may be, and this won't be launched at the hardware event, but that they're in development for computer glass, computer powered glasses. Easy for me to say. And this is specifically in respect to the augmented reality platform. There has been some rumors going around that this is going to be kind of their next big thing, that they're really looking at this as being um, kind of iPhone-esque in the way it's very transformative for the industry and for people in general. I don't know if augmented reality is really something that is going to be that transformative because we've already been uh, kind of subjected to it already, if that's the right word, which it may not be. But the end result is, is that augmented reality is fairly prevalent right now, along with virtual reality in its many nascent forms. So I don't know how transformative it could be, unless Apple truly does find a way to do it better than everybody else, which, you know, considering their track record, might actually be a possibility, but we'll have to wait and see. It could hold some very interesting applications, a la Google Glass. The big thing was that, especially in the healthcare industry, people were going to use this for accessing additional information during health checkups and surgeries and things where you would want information available at a glance and having it overlay your actual vision could have significant benefits, especially if you are augmenting it with computer-generated models or computer-generated health information could be a big deal, especially for healthcare providers. So it could change the game in that respect. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Everyone else report. 
So for the everyone else, I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit and say that there is a ton of stuff from IFA 2018. I've already talked about the LG G7 One device, which was announced, and that was just kind of the tip of the spear. So unfortunately for this, you'll also have to wait. Sean P and I are going to be doing a show that specifically talks just about the updates from IFA 2018. So make sure you stay tuned to our station to get all of those news and all of that news and details as well. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening. Remember, as always, you can find all of our content over at silicontheory.com. Follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can check out our YouTube channel by hitting the link in the bio or going to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, we will talk to you soon.